Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. How are you doing? Episode number 448. How are you doing, folks? Let me ask you a question. How well do you know your neighbors? That's what I want to know. How well do you know your neighbors, right? Because I live in a place now where I see my neighbors all the time. I get my name yelled across the street when I walk outside. I know them. They know me. Their kids know me. Hey, Mr. Mr. Steve, you know, because they don't know whether or not my name is S. Anthony, but it's like, I'm not going to correct them because <laughs> I'd have to go in and have a long conversation. So it's like, okay, no big deal. Right. So I know them, but I've lived in places where I didn't know my neighbors at all. I didn't know my neighbors at all. Didn't know my neighbors at to the all. Do you know something as simple as how wide the street is will determine whether or not you become friends with your neighbors? Did you know that if you live in a street, where, you know, those streets where it's a one way street it's, and the street is just wide enough for parked cars on both sides and cars to, and one car to drive through. For some reason, we, we tend to be fr- more friendly with those people because they seem closer. Right. You, you, you go to your car and you're halfway to their house. But if you have neighbors that are across a wider street, and I've seen this too, two two lanes, one in each direction, sometimes you don't even know that person. And you're right there. You could throw a football to them, but you don't talk to them. Why? I noticed to be the case because I remember a long time ago, I was in an elevator going someplace. And there was someone else in the elevator going someplace. We fell in the conversation. And on the way from the first floor to the 18th floor, we started to realize we had a lot of things in common. We like to go to the same stores. We played on the same playground. We went to schools near each other. Whoa. So we knew we at least grew up in the same neighborhood. Then he told me where he lived and I told him where I used to live. And we realized we lived right across the street from each other. Maybe a little bit. Houses were a little bit down from each other. But, you know, within you could see each other's doors. And I'm sitting there going, how in the world do we live next to each other, that close to each other for such a long period of time and never run into each other? Two reasons. One, wide street. And the other one is he would go to his right to go about his business and I would go come out the door and go to my left. I never even looked in the opposite direction. So we probably were walking out of the house roughly at the same time and not even seeing each other because we were looking in the direction that we were going and not behind us. And we were living right there. That's crazy. That's crazy. But I lived in L.A. in my heart, in my apartment. I knew everybody in the damn building. And I told the story on this podcast, I believe, or the other podcast. I don't know, but one of these two podcasts, damn it, where I hit the guy, I hit a neighbor's truck with my new car. He would have never known I hit his truck. They wouldn't back then. This is the early, this is the early 90s. There was no there were no security cameras everywhere like there are now. You could do some stuff and nobody would know about it. He would have never known it was my car. Yes, my paint was on his car, but my car wasn't the only white car in the garage. And some of these other cars in the in the, in the garage for the building were just like I said, the same color white, but they already were all dented up. So he would have never known because you couldn't tell by looking at my car that I had ran into his car. It wasn't that much of an impact. But I know I did. And I saw the front of his car and the, the line. I, I didn't know. I didn't know how much damage I had done to it, but I know that I hit it. So I go and I go to the manager, the, the landlord, and I say, hey, James, where's uh, the, the guy with the green truck? Well, well, he's living in this building. And he told me in this apartment. So I go to that apartment. I knock on the door. Guy opens up the door. Friendly. I'm, hey, uh. Hey, well, how can I help you? And I told him what happened. And he went from, hey, uh, how can I help you to, 
Beep, beep, you mother sucking jazz and rock a shot, sass of frass and jolts of fat. You hit my car. By the way, he wasn't making those sounds. He, he was using curse words. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, am I going to have to fight this dude? I don't want to fight this dude. I just, I got, I got insurance. It's not a big deal. I mean, I, I hate that it happened, but it, you know, I'll take full responsibility. I'm not going to lie and say nothing happened. I mean, I, it is what it is. If my insurance goes up, it's my fault. I mean, my, my, I'm the one that's whose foot slipped off of the thing. And I mean, it wasn't like I did, I, I can't drive. My foot slipped. I mean, it is what it is. We come outside. Still mad. You know, and he comes out. He goes, let me take a look at this. He looks at the car and see it looked the front of his truck. And he realizes there's little, there's literally no structural damage to the truck. I really just kind of scraped by his, his truck and it was just paint from my car on his car. And he said, I'll buy the buffing block and I'll, don't, don't worry about it. I said, uh, no, nah, I'll buy the buffing block and I'll do it myself. Because no, 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 no. Most people wouldn't even have come up and told me. I wouldn't have known you had done it. I might, you know, I might not even really have noticed. I might have thought I ran into something. You know, you didn't have to do that. You're an honest man. You know what? Shook my hand, dapped me up, gave me a hug, right? Don't worry about it. I got you, man. You're a good dude. And we were super cool from that point on. He actually told everybody in the apartment, this guy hit my car and he was a great guy. So everybody's like, you're the guy that hit the truck. And it was a great thing. Everybody thought I'm Captain Honesty over there. I'm Honest Abe up in that jelly. And everybody in the apartment was cool, man. All the neighbors were cool. We knew everything about everybody. Everybody knew everything about us. It was fantastic. They would come to my comedy shows. It was fantastic. It was great because I knew them. How well do you know your neighbors? I also lived in a place where <laughs> we had neighbors that had some kids and they seemed like really sweetheart kids, right? For the four seconds you could see them. You would see them come into the house from the car and they'd wave, hey, sir, hey. And they'd go in and, hey, say hello, wave to your neighbor. <laughs> and they'd go in the house and then they'd come back out the next day to go to school or go wherever the hell they were going. The only time you saw these neighbors' kids outside was when they were going someplace else. Now, that's not weird in and of itself, but on the block at the time, there were a whole bunch of kids their age. And under normal circumstances, if you live on a block when there are kids your kid's age, you can't wait to throw their punk asses outside. I know when I was that young, they couldn't wait to have me and my sister, my brother, and my cousins throw our punk asses outside. And they knew we weren't coming back because we knew if we came back in the house, there's a high probability of us being asked to do some kind of chore. Even if it's a small chore, you don't want to do that crap. You just want to play. And if you're the parent to a child, then you know your kid's going to do everything in their power to not come in the house. You're going to enjoy that time. You're going to watch a movie. You're going to sit on the couch and slob each other down. You might even do more than that just in case. You know, look, you think they're outside. Hey, you just go to the door. Hey, when you guys come in, I got some stuff for you to do that's going to take a whole lot of time. So definitely, you know, if you want to come in, you'll definitely have lots of chores and we'll mess up your playtime. <laughs> we won't see them for hours. Take off your pants. Let's do some dancing. Right? But these kids never came outside to play. And I wondered about that because I, at that, at that age, when I lived there, I didn't have any kids. I don't have any kids now. And I don't, I mean, I'm not going to sit there having a conversation with somebody's kids. What the hell am I going to do that for? Right. And I never understood why this particular group, this particular pair of people wouldn't let the kids outside to play with the neighbors. I didn't know why at first. And then one day I was outside 
washing my car because usually I would take my car to a to a car wash or go to one of those coin operating things. But it was a game coming on. I already had my my hoagie and my chips and my soda. I was ready to go to Grub City and watch the game. I'm not going all the way over there. I love washing my car, but I'm not going there. They got to see this game, Jack. So I'm hand washing my car. And I see the kids playing outside. Damn. I now know why the neighbor did not let their kids play with these little spawns of Satan. I shouldn't even say spawns of Satan because even Satan will be like, I don't know those kids. I know I'm Satan, but I mean, I have limits and those fools have gone past them. Right. Yeah, I said it. Now the people go, kids are the greatest. Kids are the greatest under normal circumstances. Or maybe you think your kids are the greatest. But there are some kids that how can I put this politely who stink? Yeah, I said it. I saw a guy who had a car. It was an expensive car. He parked underneath a tree. Right. And he had scolded the kids one time. Granted, he, he was right to scold the kids. Right? They were fighting or something. Hey, you stop fighting, Dagnabbit. Hey, bleep you, old man. He's a little kid saying this, by the way, right? And I personally, I never said anything to these kids at all. They said hi. I said, hey, guys. And I kept it moving. It was my, he's a nice guy. They think I'm a nice guy. I am a nice guy. Nice enough to know I don't want no problems with these little demons. But this guy scolded the kids, scolded them. Don't you, uh, you don't do that, sir. And they're looking at the guy and they all had that look. Of, one of them looks that just make you go, oh, man, this ain't going to be good. I don't know what's going to happen, but this ain't going to be good. And I'm glad they know what my house looks like. And I know I'm glad they they say, hey, sir, and smile when they see me because this is not going to be good. Uh, he parked his car under a tree. And it was kind of a nice little bit of a luxury type of situation. And, you know, sometimes on the luxury cars, it's a very stout car made of really tough metal. It's really a tough car. And some of those little sports cars, those luxury cars have really thin hoods and thin trunks. Why? Because they need to go fast. And one of the ways to go faster in a car is to be aerodynamic. And another way to go faster in a car is to get rid of weight. And one of the ways to get rid of weight is to have a thinner lighter hood and in this particular car it was a thinner lighter hood that he parked in front of his house underneath a tree and the kids would climb up this tree all the time but they would climb up one side of the tree and come back down that same side because they didn't want to do any damage to the car But that was before he scolded them. Uh, And this is now after he scolded them. uh, And now they will climb up the tree and come down. Boom. Feet first on his hood. Uh, Boom. You could hear him. Boom, boom. And they would say, oops, sorry. They weren't sorry. Boom, oops, sorry. They weren't sorry. And they made it a point to get the heavy set kid. Go ahead. Do some more damage. We ain't heavy enough. We just got a little dense in it. Get your big butt up and then jump down. Sorry, man. Crunk. You could hear the sound. Crunk. Yeah, that little sound there, Jack. And then he'd hear him. What the hell is that sound? And he comes running outside. What the hell? And they all ran away. He knew they did it, but he couldn't prove it. Right? And I wanted to tell on him. But I don't want my car messed up. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, moving on. Don't judge me. 
right? Of course he know they did it. He saw them. Couldn't do anything about it because he was looking out his bathroom window while taking the El Dumpo, right? From what he told me, thank God. I'm like, dude, I didn't need that much detail. <laughs> you could have just said you saw him out the window, dude, man. Right? But that's that's beside the point, right? And it started a war between those kids uh, and him and those kids, uh, which turned into him and those kids and his parents. Uh. But the problem is, those parents were also relatives of the people that lived behind the houses. So now he's got two sections of the family up against him. And the, this family was a family of ass whippers. You did not want. I'm telling you, when I say a family of ass whippers, I'm talking about you can look out the back window on Saturday nights when they come back drunk, Jack. And you're sitting there going, are these two people actually fighting? One of them has a hockey stick. Black how many at the time you wouldn't know there many there's not that many black people playing hockey now. So what the heck are you doing with a hockey stick? And one guy's got roller skates. He tied he tied the roller skates together. He's got the roller skate in one hand and he's swinging the roller skates like nunchucks, and the other guy's using the freaking hockey stick like a bow staff. And they're part of the same family. They love each other and they're trying to crack each other in the head. What the heck do you think they're gonna do to you? Police always come into the house. How often do the police come to the house? Police actually come up to the house, walk up, call them off by name. Frank. Really, Frank? Come on, man. I don't feel like doing the paperwork. Billy. Put the pools. Put put the put the hockey stick down. Give, give me the hockey stick. Give me the skates. Give them to me. Okay, I know you're gonna call me. I'm gonna put them in my trunk. You're gonna call tomorrow. Y'all gonna be fighting again. I'll bring them back to you tomorrow. Okay, it's one thing fighting with your fist, but with this, these are, these are dead. Just stop it. I'm not, just calm down. That's how often they came back to the house. You call 911. What's your address? Franklin Street. Is it Frank and Billy again? Yeah. What are they holding? Uh, one's got a chair and one's got a, I don't know what that is. I think it's a power saw. <sighs> okay, I'll send them over. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating by that much. <laughs> and that's the family. So in this particular case, the people were pieces of crap and the kids were pieces of crap. But sometimes, sometimes it's the parents that are pieces of crap and sometimes the kids are sweetheart kids. Sometimes the rebellion of the child is to be a sweetheart, to be intelligent, to be a nice person because they know their parents are pieces of crap. You ever seen a parent act like a piece of crap and the kids standing next to the parent looking up at the parent and they're, they're almost in they're almost apologizing to you with their eyes, right? Or the parent goes away and they act like they're putting something in the trash can and they're really going, I'm sorry, I didn't know that my mom and dad were going to do that. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry, sir. Please don't call the police, right? Because it's different when the kid acts like an idiot and the parent goes, I'm so sorry. Because the parents can't afford to pay for whatever the kid messed up for sometimes, right? But when the parent acts like an idiot, what the, what's the kid supposed to do? Get a job and bail the parents out? So when I was living in that place and I saw why these the neighbors wouldn't let the, the kids play their kids play with the kids on the block, I kind of understood when I realized that the kids were the spawn of Satan. And I'm so glad in that limited time that I lived there that I did not have a problem with those people. Right? Sometimes they they, they had already decided for whatever reason because they didn't see me that often because I always waved as I was as I was walking by because I would always say hey guys and just immediately walk into the house they kind of go okay he seems like a nice guy we won't destroy him we'll destroy his next door neighbor and everybody else but not that guy 
You would see me being forced in a conversation with one of their relatives. I, I always remember I was in a supermarket and one of the one of the most I think I don't remember whether it was the one with the skates or the one with the hockey stick, but one of them was next to me. And he goes, hey, man, hey, neighbor. And he gave me, dapped me up, gave me a hug. Hey, what's going on, buddy? I'm like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking, there's a part of me in my in my mind going, dear cashier, please speed up. Get me out of the supermarket before he starts asking me questions about myself. And then he starts to try to bond with me. And then all of a sudden he's going to be coming over. Asking, hey, can I borrow some sugar? Just having an excuse to come over and have conversation. I don't want to be drawn into their circle because I'll have one of two choices. Either become an enemy of theirs and I'd rather have my house unburned and my behind unwhipped by some dude walking around with a roller skates and a hockey stick. Or I'll have to become one of them. And I'm not capable of that. I need that. Thank you. Cashier starts moving quickly. I'm like, all right, take care, buddy. <laughs> and I'm also pleading in my mind with his cashier to slow the hell down. I don't know if this guy's caught the bus here or not. And I don't want to give this chump a ride home because once again, it'll be a 15 minute ride. And we'll have to talk to each other. And they'll think we know each other. Well, no, Jack. <sighs> and I make it out of the store. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh, I see the guy. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. And uh, he doesn't know. Oh, he, he's seen me before, but he doesn't really know what my car looks like. I'll just have to reach down and go into my glove compartment. But while I'm going in my glove compartment, I'm going to go into my glove compartment while laying almost flat across my passenger seat. He's walking by. And I'm going to wait about four minutes. I'm going to peek up a little bit. Peek up a little bit. I don't see him. Peek up a little bit. I'm going to wait give another couple more minutes. Can I put my head down here? Okay, look back up. Okay, I don't see him. Start the car. Okay, back out really slowly and leave the parking lot and freedom. A lot of times we think the kids are horrible, but let's be honest. Sometimes the parents suck, right? Because these kids were just little versions of those idiots. Just little versions of them. Even with the even with the curse words and the phrases that they used. This wasn't just straight up kids being a piece of crap on their own. This is a, a, a bunch of parents that sucked. Like I said. Sometimes the parents suck. Yeah, the kids suck sometimes. Sometimes it's the parents. Yeah, I said it. But I just want to say this. If for some reason, uh, because my podcast has been around for a while. If uh, any of these people who I've talked about see my picture and go, hey, that's the dude who used to live. I just want to let you know that I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other ones. Because <laughs> I, uh, I don't want any problems because your kids are probably like 30 now and I'm too old to beat them down. I was like, <laughs> so if, I, if you thought I was talking about you, obviously I was definitely not talking about uh, about y'all. And then that guy's car, he deserved to have his car stomped. But yeah. And if that guy's listening, well, you older than me, you probably like you probably like seventy years old now, so you ain't gonna do nothing. But but what I'm saying is, <laughs> don't judge me, people. I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to not get in any trouble. Shut up. You know you know there's a lot of people that listen to this damn thing. I don't need no problems. Mind your business. Wait a minute. Then again, y'all are the listeners too. I probably shouldn't be mean to y'all. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much in trouble no matter what I do here. So let me just begin kissing everybody's ass right now to get back in good graces. You guys are the best audience in the history of the world. And those people that were roughing each other up back in the day, whoever y'all beat up, they probably deserved it. 
And then who's that guy whose car got crunched? Well, you're the least violent of the group, so I'm you're just gonna have to take the I'm just gonna have you just gonna have to take this L because you know you're you're a pretty nice guy, but you know the, those guys those people are violent. I don't want no problem with them. I mean, you, you can understand. I'm trying to avoid getting the ass my ass whooped, right? Okay, good. Let's, let's just go along with it, okay? <laughs> Moving on. Four four eight. Why did I say four four eight? That's the number of this episode, four hundred and forty eight. And why am I saying that? Because it's over. Much love to you all, my friends. Thank you very much. Do me a favor. If you love this podcast, and you do, make sure you recommend this podcast to people so they can hear about it. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do, because I would love you to know whenever the podcast episodes come out every Sunday. Okay. Rate and review this podcast. Five stars, damn it. Okay. And make sure if you have an opportunity to, if you love this podcast, realize I'll have another podcast called the S. Anthony Thomas Show, which will be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Just Google the S. Anthony Thomas show. And if you're not f- familiar with where any of my stuff is, literally, you can just Google my name, S. Anthony Thomas, and pick and choose from the bunches of incredible genius content that I put out that will enhance your lives. See, it even, even that singing right there made your life better, didn't it? It didn't. Yeah, y'all stink. Okay, I got to go back to this kiss. Everybody's asking. Y'all, y'all don't stink. How about that? <laughs> Moving on. Folks, much love to you. Thank you for stopping by. I will see you again next time, okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take care.